Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday as we head back to school and back to work. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. For a lot of people, it's their first day back at school because yeshiva break uh, ended, uh, well, I guess yesterday, uh, over the weekend. And uh, here we are on a Monday uh, getting ready to go back into the routine 
everybody into their regular schedule. So those of you who normally listen to us on the way to work, on the way to school, I appreciate you joining us. And, of course, everybody else, thank you as well. Uh, If you want to comment on our app, I can't guarantee we'll see the comment in 100% real time, but you know that we are going to be tracking your comments, of course. Uh, We are broadcasting from Israel. We are at the Inbal Hotel, which has always served as our headquarters in Jerusalem, Israel. And those of you out there who have been paying careful attention over the last couple of weeks, you know exactly why we're here. The Kosher Halftime Show this year, because it's year number five, and we wanted to do a couple of things that are extra special, uh, is being pre-recorded here uh, in Jerusalem, Israel, at the Shari Tzedek Medical Center, at the Wilf Children's Hospital at Shari Tzedek. And um, we have a special guest, Star Ohad, who's going to be headlining the event. We have a um, special guest producer and star of the Kosher Halftime Show, Mayor Kay, who's a lead we are following. We are getting set to um, uh, to have an amazing day one of the recording of the Kosher Halftime Show with him. And we have um, so many people to thank, so many people to thank for this very special project, including... Uh, the Inbal Hotel, where we are staying, they're under construction, and nonetheless, they're still able to accommodate us and so many other guests uh, under renovation, I should say. That would be a better way of putting it. I um, want to thank uh, everybody at uh, Shari Tzedek Medical Center and the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. want to thank the Rothenberg Law Firm for sponsoring and presenting the event. want to thank Steinreich Communications and, of course, Mayor Kay and his company and uh, David Fadida, FTD Productions, and Ohad. Uh, who are going uh, beyond the call of duty for us this week here in Jerusalem. So it's a very, very special week. And, of course, this coming Sunday, February the 4th, uh, that is when the Kosher Halftime Show 2018, the extra special fifth annual Kosher Halftime Show, will be made available to the public uh, during halftime of the Eagles-Patriots Super Bowl. That's how it works. So we are um, very excited, to say the least. That is a, an understatement. We are extremely excited about what's happening here in Jerusalem with us this week and all the different things that uh, that have gone into this uh, Kosher Halftime Show to make it extra special. And I appreciate that uh, everybody out there has really chimed in with wonderful comments and great enthusiasm to see how this fifth annual Kosher Halftime Show turns out. We've been posting some of the throwback commercials to previous Kosher Halftime Shows, you should be following us on uh, on um, Facebook and Instagram, Nachum Siegel Network on both, and of course Twitter at Nachum Siegel Net. You can see some of the videos we've been posting from the past years. And um, and as I, as, I, as I keep saying, and I've been saying now for about 10 days, uh, this one is going to be extra special. Now our programming from Israel, uh, like this program now on Monday morning, is uh, being presented, sometimes some segments are being pre-recorded, but is being presented from Jerusalem. Uh, not only will we be thanking the Inbal Hotel and acknowledging their role in all of this, but there are many guests who are going to be stopping by here at the Inbal, at our broadcast headquarters on the on the ninth floor executive lounge uh, patio, Mir Peset, where it's a little chilly right now in Jerusalem. Um, we're going to have a lot of special guests Uh, Some people who you've heard before representing great organizations and others who you may not have heard uh, before on the air. So they'll all be part of this week in Jerusalem for us 
at the Nahum Siegel Network and JM in the AM. All right, we have a Monday morning theme song to get to. Let's get to that, of course, Mayor Sherman and Masecha Hashem. And then, of course, more great music. And later on in the broadcast, uh, we'll be back with you um, on this Monday morning from Jerusalem with special guests and plenty more. It's all happening right here on this edition of JM in the AM on a Monday morning as we head back to school and back to work with the Nahum Siegel Network. It's been so plain for all to see. 
Open your eyes, you'll realize Masech HaShem Now wake up, Yisrael Look around and you'll see It's vast eternal plan It's for us, can't you see? And though we feel despair That special day is almost you You are a Jew, it's all for you Masech HaShem
get back to California. I'm gonna round up every Jew I've ever known. I'm gonna sit down right down there in front of me. Gonna take out this guitar and sing them all these songs. God is alive and well in Jerusalem, yeah. People praying three times a day to Him. Throw away the cars and bones, the stocks and bones, and up Kevlons. Grab a boat, a plane, if need be, swim. Some folks got a Lincoln Continental Dented glass so nobody sees him Just one time a light to roll down the window Say you ain't gonna fool the law with this hunk of tin Shofar 
knows it's Rashi. Ba, 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 ba. Whose words are written under the Chumash, the inside of every page of Talmud. Whose three daughters marry great scholars. Everyone knows it's Rashi. And Rashi was so concise, and in his own script did write. And if you want to know why, just look inside. Just look inside. Just And in his own script did write. And if you want to know why, just look inside. Just look inside. Just look inside. Just look inside. Whose words are written under the Chumash, the inside of every page of Talmud. Whose three doors marry great scholars. Everyone knows it's Rashi. Everyone knows it's Rashi. Everyone knows it's Rashi. Monday, Tova Knecht is going to be joining us next. If you keep it here at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world on the web, at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Am 
We are here in Jerusalem at the Inbal Hotel, our broadcast headquarters. And a big thank you to everybody at the Inbal, and of course to the executive lounge staff here on the ninth floor at the Inbal Hotel. And Tova Knecht is with us. Tova has become quite a presence on the Nahum Siegel Network, again through Bite Size. Yoni Pollock, when he features interviews um, uh, that people do with interesting personalities, one of the people that's doing these Interviews for Bite Size is Tova Knecht, who's here in Israel. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Wow, I feel like I'm becoming a permanent, you know, just I'm here all the time in Inbal. Well, you. we welcome you here. It's pretty, it's pretty good mobile studio, no? It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Welcome to Israel. I appreciate that, and happy Tu B'Shvat and all that. We chose a good week to come. Tu B'Shvat's pretty cool, and everybody out there should enjoy their Tu B'Shvat. Okay, um, so speaking of Tu B'Shvat, if yes. you're affiliated or if you're associated with the word shook experience uh-huh. you put that together with going shopping Erev Tu B'Shvat and you're talking about a real experience well I actually just filmed a Tu B'Shvat video that's in production now nice. that will hopefully be uh, airing shortly Cool. I got to taste all the delicious fruits of Israel you know what I find fascinating about the fruit in Israel when I talk about uh, my shook experience is that when you're in Israel something that's different than when you're in the States the food and you're eating the land that the you're eating the fruit, the produce that the land is producing. Right. You're actually appreciating what Hashem is producing in Israel, and you're not. You know, when it's mango season, you're eating mango. When it's strawberry season, you're eating strawberries, and you're not going to get strawberries in mango season. You're not going to get mangoes <laughs> right. in strawberry season. This is so. one of the points someone made to us at one point. Yeah, that, that you know, because we're so used to in the United States, you can get strawberries year round, right? But one of the reasons they're so delicious here is because you're only getting them in season. It's in the season, you're really appreciating right. the land of Israel, but. With Tubishvat, when you're you could go to any dried fruit store. I I have amazing dried fruit stores that I take my uh, tourists to. One of them I love is called Pitsuchidani. And uh, the guys there really make it. I think we know that guy, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) Pitsuchidani. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, so no, but what's great is that so it's not mango season, but you're getting a delicious dried mango and you're getting all that flavor and if I went ahead and did this Shook experience with you on the yes. week of Tu B'Shvat, how many fruits do you think we'd actually be able to collect? I mean, it would be in the uh, hundreds or even in the thousands. What oh would it be? Oh, my God. The fruit. When I see the fruit, I don't know. There's something that just comes over me. I get so excited when I see. I, I yeah, also, it looks fresh. The color is amazing on all of them, right? It's amazing. And everything is so big. You know, I tell, right. I tell my, the tourists also, I say to them, you know, in the Torah, it talks about the Miraglim complaining about how large all the fruit is. You right. know, they're scared that everything is so big in Israel. I said, what are they scared about? You know, I point out the cabbages. I said to one of the tourists today, I said, you know, you can make a really big stuffed cabbage with that. Right. Have you ever seen a cabbage like this? <laughs> they're huge. And the pomegranates, the pomegranates are still in season and they are bright red. Oh, I love it. You yeah. really appreciate the land, which is amazing. Tova Knecht is with us. All right. When we're not looking for fruit, what else do we uh, get to do during the Shook experience? Uh, during the Shook experience? Uh, you're going to have to come. What? Why don't we go on one? That's a great idea. Yoni, plan it for next trip, please. <laughs> um, but what is that? Give me a couple yeah. of things. A couple, okay, of, a couple so, of interesting things that would happen during the Shuk experience. Okay, so we go to a bakery called Chaba. Yeah. And the, they're going, the families or the groups are going to bake some bread with, Has, with Hassan and Sion, who are baking bread from 8 in the morning from until 8 scratch, at night. From scratch, the whole thing. They're baking it from scratch, and they're making a bread called Ash Tanur, Ash with an mm. Ayin, which is Arabic for life. Right. Tanora's oven, so the bread gives life to the oven, the oven gives life to the bread, and uh, 
then they're eating it with the za'atar and the oil and they're washing. And what's great is that the way that I start my shuk tour is always that they, we start at the bakery so that they're washing. <laughs> Wash because so you're going to be eating all day. <laughs> so the rest of the time they're like, what bracha is this? I'm like, it doesn't really matter. You already washed. <laughs> you're smart. That's very good. I you like know, that Seriously, idea. otherwise you're wasting so much time figuring out what the bracha are. Cause, and <laughs> the, sure. There's so many different ones. They're uh, eating They're eating this uh, this new dessert. There's a brand new store in the shuk called uh, the Jerusalem Kanafe. Yeah. If you Wikipedia it talks about it's a they call it a Palestinian dessert. So I won't talk about political views. Right. I just say it's an That's Arabic what dessert. They classify it. Yeah. So um, it, it I almost classify it as like a Shavuos sweet Shavuos noodle kugel, you mm. know. And families either love it or they hate it. And it's really great to I I film the whole shook experience. So every family that comes on a tour with me, they get a nice video at the end. And you see which which and stuff they like, which, which stuff they, they like. didn't like. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. a shook experience with Tova in Israel. Tova Kanecht. We uh, appreciate all your contributions to our network. Thank yes. you so much. Thank, I love interviewing and being on the Bite Size Show. There you go. And continued success. Thank and you. looking forward to more and more. Fantastic. And looking forward to taking you and the NSN Bezrat crew Hashem. on a shook experience. And happy to be Happy to be Shabbat. Tova Kanecht with us here at JM in the AM. If got a T-shirt rim, call a young Nicola
שמעתי שעושים פה מסיבה בלעדיי, אף אחד לא עושה את זה יותר טוב ממני, היי, נשים את הצרות מאחוריי, אני לא הולך עד שכולכם מג'נונים, היי, שמעתי שהתחלתם בלעדיי, אף אחד לא עושה את זה יותר טוב ממני, היי, הראש כבר מסתובב כולם בהיי, לא נעצור עד שכולכם מג'נונים. Oh, I know. 
dance, don't back out. Hashim gave the mitzvah, we bring simcha, the chata makala, we all up follow the herd. Fly like a bird, this is your time for achdus, with the achu. For now, has no averas, yam kippur, never had so much flavor. One God, one name, one arm, from infinity and now to beyond. The most gracious one we love, with praises we respond, we are. And the ikar is we are, together like ricks on an air, half dollars, so break free. As we will endeavor to make the world follow, will endeavor to make the world follow. Kulanu, everybody let's go. Kulanu. J.M. in the A.M. It's Chaim David Burson, brand new, with a song entitled uh, Kulanu Nizamer. Nisim Black guest stars on that one. Uh, off the brand new album, Ten Lanu Chaim. Good morning, all. Thanks for tuning in from around the world. Please recommend our NSN app, our Nahum Single Network app, to all the Android and iPhone users out there who may not have it in their phone yet. You know how amazing it is. You know how great it is to tune in all through the day. And to start your morning with JM and the AM, or if you're on the other side of the world, to start your afternoon with JM and the AM. So please spread the word, let everybody know, tell your Facebook friends, uh, let everyone know all through your social media outlets. And of course, when you actually speak to people, let them know as well <laughs> that we are here with the NSN app ready to entertain and inform every single day here at JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The 15th day of Shvat is popularly known as Tubishvat. It marks the beginning of a new year for trees. It's a time when the new cycle for fruit-bearing trees in Eretz Yisrael is set into motion. We commemorate the day by eating fruit, particularly from the seven species for which Eretz Yisrael is noted. We learn in the Talmud that Rabbi Simlai once taught, Why did Moshe Rabbeinu so fervently desire to enter into the Holy Land? Did he need to eat its fruits or benefit from its produce? 
Moshe Rabbeinu knew that Bnei Yisrael had been given many mitzvahs that could only be fulfilled while living in Eretz Yisrael. He wanted to enter the Holy Land in order to be able to fulfill those mitzvahs. Hashem said to Moshe, Since you were drawn to the spiritual aspects of those mitzvahs, I will consider it as if you have fulfilled it. Rabbi Yisrael of Rizhan asked an interesting question. Why did the Chachomim say, did he need to eat of its fruits? They could have said, did he want to eat of its fruit? Although this was certainly not the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to enter the land of Eretz Yisrael. The Ariyah Kodesh says that fruit that comes from the Holy Land is inspirational. A person can gain from it emunah, faith in Hashem, in Yerashamayim, fear of heaven. Actually, with that expression, the Chachomim were saying that indeed for Moshe, the fear of heaven was for him a simple matter, a milsa zutrasa. As we know, the fruit from Eretz Yisrael comes from a soil that is holy. Therefore, the fruit which is produced from such sacred ground is especially blessed. One can fulfill many mitzvahs in the land of Eretz Yisrael with the produce. We have the mitzvahs of Shemitah, Orla, Trumas and Maisras. Therefore, the fruits of Eretz Yisrael are imbued with an extra special measure of holiness. In addition to the custom of eating all different types of fruits on Tu people are especially zealous to purchase fruits that are grown in Eretz Yisrael so that they can at least partake of some of this unique quality. The Satmarov once asked, Why is it that on Tu the New Year of Trees, we celebrate by eating fruit. However, on Shavuos, when the fruits are judged, we have the minig, the custom, to display the trees. Many make a chup out of the branches of a tree over the bima, where the Torah is read. It should be the opposite. On Shavuos, we should have the fruits, and on Tu we should use the branches of the tree. The Satmarov answers that on Tu the Rosh Hashanah of trees, we bring the Paris, the fruit, and we say, look how wonderful are the children. However, on Shavuos, when the Paris, the fruits are being judged, we bring in the tree, and we say, how beautiful are the parents. May all parents in Klau Yisrael be able to take great pride in their children, and every child take great pride in their parents. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, Bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, all. Monday morning broadcast, and believe it or not, we are in Jerusalem, as many of you heard or have heard over the last couple of weeks. Uh, our very special kosher halftime show, fifth annual show, is being uh, recorded in Jerusalem uh, with Ohad and with Mayor Kay, with a whole host of wonderful surprises that we're going to make available during the big game this coming Sunday, February the 4th. That's why we are here. We have an opportunity here at the Inbal to, again, utilize the Inbal not just for our headquarters, but for our broadcast headquarters. We are literally on the ninth floor executive lounge, Mir Peset, on the beautiful porch overlooking Chomot Yerushalayim, the walls of the old city. There's a crane, massive crane in front of me, and there's so many of those here in the state of Israel, uh, which frankly is a wonderful thing to see. We'll talk more about that, I can guarantee you, during this visit. And uh, I want to thank all of you for tuning in. And Yeshiva break is over back in the uh, New York, New Jersey area, which means a lot of people are back into their regular routine. Thank you for starting your day with JMN, whether you're heading back to school, back to work, or however you're beginning your Monday morning. I want to remind you about a couple of things. First of all, last week, you'll recall our friends at Bedford-on-Park made a wonderful offer that many of you, I hope, are going to take advantage of all through the week until the Super Bowl. If you mention the name Nahum Siegel at Bedford-on-Park, 61 East 34th Street in New York City, free dessert with your meal, lunch or dinner, coming into the city for any occasion, including the Super Bowl. They will be showing it at Bedford-on-Park at 61 East 34th Street. All you got to do is mention the name Nahum Siegel. Your table has free dessert during your lunch, during your dinner. Check it out, the northwest corner of Park Avenue and 34th Street in New York City. They are getting ready for the Super Bowl, that is for sure. And a lot of other things going on, plenty of things happening, and we'll update you as we continue during our broadcast. Also, don't forget that uh, we have a great schedule uh, after JMNAM, including Mayor Weingarten and the Israel Show coming up at 9 a.m. After that, we'll go to our regular uh, Monday music mix. After further review, hosted by Yoni Pollock, will be postponed until the day after the Super Bowl. Well, one of our favorite heroes of Jerusalem and Israel is here visiting us in our mobile studio in Yerushalayim, and that is Daniel Luria. Daniel Luria is the executive director and spokesperson for Ateret Kohanim. He's been a guest of ours many times, and every time he joins us, there is something new to talk about in the holy city of Jerusalem. Shalom, shalom. Thank you for welcoming us here to Yerushalayim. Shalom, shalom. Uh, we have our own JM. This is Jerusalem. That's, uh, <laughs> That's the original Jeru- JM. Jerusalem JM. <laughs> so uh, we welcome you to with the heart of uh, Yerushalayim, the united uh, Yerushalayim capital May I add, of, uh, recognized by anybody who counts uh, as capital so of Israel. Seems. So it seems. By the way, um, a big fan of Jerusalem was here last week. What did you think of Vice President Pence's visit to Yerushalayim? Unbelievable. I mean, I've heard him before speak, so the concept of uh, Jerusalem for him and uh, the Jewish people returning home is a no-brainer. Right. Uh, the fact that uh, God's people have returned to the promised land and that our connection for three, four thousand years with Jerusalem is is part of who he is. But hearing him say it in the Knesset, that was something. That was something. Even with a little bit of help from what I understand from Rabbi Sachs. So we've read, yeah. Who speaks nicely also. And yeah. uh, between the two of them, between his ideology and his words in the Knesset, the atmosphere... Saying the emet is always nice to hear. We were very proud that our very own Mayor Weingarten and other people actually took the statements that Vice President Pence uh, spoke at the Knesset and uh, attached the sources, the sources from Breshit and from Yeshayahu and Yermiyahu and Micha and all these different places to show us, look at this, everything he's saying from that podium comes from Tanakh. What we have to 
now start hearing is our own leaders talking like that. I mean, Danny Danon uh, yeah. has uh, has been known to bring out the Tanakh and the Nach and there stories and quite there are some. We have to hear it more often because yeah. when we say the Emet ourselves, that radiates to the whole world. When we show uncertainty, if we don't have that sense of conviction, understand the real reasons why we're here, it makes the job a lot harder. And it's nice to hear every so often someone like him to say what he had to say. We'll say the same things. We'll keep on doing what we have to do. And uh, however obvious it is, it's always nice to hear. Well, one of the great, uh, one of the great Zionists in the world visited Israel last <laughs> indeed, week. Indeed. And how ironic that he happens not to be Jewish. But boy, does he appreciate Jerusalem and the Jewish people. Uh, well, we always talk about Atarat Khanim. We talk about the incredible uh, growth that you've had. Over the last, uh, I could say, 50 years at this point, because it all really did begin, this new cycle, during, right after the Six-Day War, right? Very close, yes. Some things happened then. Formally, the organization started actually coming to the 40th year anniversary. Right. Uh, the first family or yeshiva students moved into the very first building called Bet Aravim, yep. a Moroccan-owned building, Moroccan-Jewish-owned building uh, from the 1800s. And it was on the sixth night of Hanukkah in 1978-79. So we're getting close to the 40-year anniversary since then. The facts on the ground, the revival of Jewish life, the uh, the reclamation of Yerushalayim has happened in force. Initially just in the old city, as we know, there's now over a thousand Jewish residents right. in the old Jewish quarter. A lot of people don't even realize it's the old Jewish quarter, and I, and I have to reiterate that every time I speak, that the Muslim quarter of today was the main Jewish area, with 21 synagogues and six centers of Jewish learning, yeshivot, in what is today called the Muslim Quarter that was decimated. And that's why I want to make sure that people understand, when you say Jewish Quarter, or old Jewish quarters, you just said, you're right. not referring to what the one we refer to as no, the Jewish no, Quarter. No, 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 no. You're referring to the, what others refer to as the Muslim Quarter. 100%. 100%. That area, the British are the ones who divided up. If right. you and I were giving a radio interview in Turkish 130-odd years ago, I'd be welcoming you to Jerusalem, which was just the old city in those years. Right. There was a Jewish majority. And the Muslim quarter of today was the main hub of Jewish activity. It was, I think, mean, the students, the Vilna Goan, there were 40 courtyards in the area between what is today called the Lion's Gate and the Flower's Gate. So there were 19,000 Jews out of 28,500 residents of the old city. I mean, that's... That's phenomenal. And the fact that that went down to zero is a tragedy. And slowly but surely, we're righting a wrong, uh, call it historical justice, call it uh, moral justice, whatever you want to call it. But we are back home. Zionist dream unfolding and over a thousand Jews there and in many other important places in what we call the Holy Basin, which is the old city and the area just around the old city, Uh, whether it be the Yemenite village. The city of David in itself is a separate entity today, no longer Mm -hmm. part of Atarat Konim. Uh, the mountain, they've made nice progress as well. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. I mean, uh, major consensus, huge tourism, archaeology, education. There's over 80 families living there also. It's over half, uh, close to half uh, Jewish uh, in the original city of David. 420,000 people visited there last year. We've also got a neighborhood on the Mount of Olives. You don't have to get to the Mount of Olives just to be buried. Thank God there are Jews living on Harazitim today. And of course in Kidmatsion, which we call the last frontier, if I call Malia Zitim the jewel in the crown of our work, I think that the uh, Kidmatsion project, where there's eight families, where there's going to be close to 300 residential units, that is the, uh, the ultimate frontier. It's uh, right opposite Abu Dis, uh, the edge of Jerusalem, uh, three, four minutes uh, drive from the old city, but the most strategic, symbolic and important neighborhood that's going to be built probably since 1967. 
And if one would look at a map, they would see that the areas you're describing strategically and politically, maybe that's the wrong word, are extremely important. I mean, we're talking about a Jewish presence in an area that, number one, has not had in a long time, and number two, if there's going to be a, a great, even further expansion of Jewish life in Jerusalem, those areas are very important. Correct. I mean, this area that we're mentioning is what's called, I said, the Holy Basin, but it's also the corridor. Right. Now, of course, we don't do things in order to stop God forbid the peace process. We want peace probably more than anyone else in, in the fact, world. In fact, if the other side, quote unquote, offered peace today at a moment's notice, you'd say, of course. 100%. We want it right now. But peace doesn't have to be uh, at achieved price. at a price of handing away your homeland, your family, your heritage, your history, especially to a, a nation that has never really existed. So this corridor is really vital uh, to the whole story. Right. I mean, the Arabs realize today, uh, and in every offer that was made by um, slightly um, misguided left-wing leaders here, um, they <laughs> Some ha- didn't even describe themselves as left-wing leaders at so the time, but okay. That's also true. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they were only talking about one small part of East Jerusalem. I mean, most of East Jerusalem is finished. Right. It's already in Jewish hands. It can't be divided. No one's even talking in terms of getting the Jews out of Ramat Eshkol and French Hill and Ramot. That's not happening. The only part that the Arabs really want, which happens to be the most important area for Am Yisrael, is the Holy Basin. That's right. the old city, the area around, the Harazetim, um, going all the way out to close to Abu Dis. That little corridor is what it's all about. But that happens to be, for us, there is nothing more important for Am Yisrael than that area. Kings, prophets, our history, our heritage, Dabin our Amala. roots is there. Dabin, it all started there. Yeah. Uh, you know, we speak about uh, Pence and, uh, <laughs> uh, recently about his announcements and announcements from Trump. Uh, I'd like actually to go back, if I have a, uh, half a second, sure. to a more famous resolution. Uh, I call that the Resolution 2560. UNESCO doesn't understand it, neither does United Nations. But when King Cyrus and Darius made the declaration that the Jews can go back and build its homeland and rebuild Jerusalem the temple now that's a resolution that's worthwhile in that fact, did predate Pensa unbelievable <laughs> uh, in fact last night I was taken again to the Pasuk in the book of Ezra I'm to, I have to tell your listeners this is not the call of Ateret Konim although it happens to be a nice call the call but, of the Deviyib <laughs> but this what King Darius says he says as follows I more or less remember off by heart sure. I hereby declare now he's talking to the Jews of Persia who did not go back to rebuild uh, Jerusalem and the temple he says I hereby declare that all you people must help the diligent builders of Jerusalem with wheat and cotton and gold and and marble and uh, silver and all the king's good and whoever does not listen to this decree may the beams from his house fall may he be fastened to a beam in the house and may his house become refuse that's the king of Persia calling for the Jews of the world at a time to help the diligent builders of Jerusalem for the sake of Yerushalayim and even woe behind if not, someone doesn't. Something phenomenal. Amazing decrees from that time. But uh, we're coming up to Purim, so I always like remembering uh, that period in time where uh, the non-Jewish world recognized, right. totally recognized, our bond and our connection to Jerusalem. Right. And it seems we have a taste of it these days, a little bit of a taste. A little bit. A little Daniel bit. Luria is here, Executive Director and Spokesperson for the Farrakhan. And you'll recall back in 2014, uh, we took a little tour of the Yemenite village. It was, oh, it, was a, beautiful. it was quite an experience, to say the least. We met families that you would call heroic, that we certainly would refer to as heroic. You've met many heroic families in your work. Um, it, it, I, I mentioned at the beginning of this conversation uh, uh, here at this show 
that there always seems to be something new. You guys are never resting on your laurels. You are always building and expanding. What are some of the things that are being completed now in the Yemenite village and why are they so important? Well, first of all, I have to reiterate what you said. These people living there, like I'm no hero. I'm, I'm just basically a small cog in a wheel of a very important organization. But the true heroes, the pioneers, the people at the forefront are the families and children who are literally living in some of these areas. Now, most of the areas, it's fine, and we take tours to all these areas, but there's one or two areas and some buildings in, for example, the Yemenite village that are under attack basically on a daily basis. Now, those people, their mesilis nefesh, their conviction, their strength, the, the reason they understand why they're there, for those people they take another level altogether what is the pioneering spirit. Yep. Uh, and for them, you know, I think the world, we talk about that means that when a person is walking the path, walking a park with his friends, with his kids in the middle of New York, I'm also walking with him. But also means that when our families are being attacked, then so too is that Jew in New York and New Jersey. That it's like he himself is being attacked. That's how he has to feel it. That's the concept of Yeah, we talk about the collective Jewish pain that's felt when that happens. And, and, that, right? and that has to be. I mean, right. uh, unfortunately, since uh, the declaration of Trump, uh, some of our homes and families have been the easiest targets for the uh, some Arabs, not all, to vent their anger. And there's no shortage of incitement and hatred and violence. And just in the last three weeks, for example, 34 actual recorded attacks on one particular building. On one building, Bet or Vajah, 34 times. It's Molotov cocktails, a concrete box, a stone attack. Thank God no one was injured. There was a certain amount of property damage. But the the beautiful part about it is that not one family even thinks of moving. Right. Not one kid starts <laughs> to cry. Gives them more strength. No, no. It's, it, they realize one thing. You throw a stone, we'll collect those stones and build another house. Right. You try to drive us out, we will add. In fact, since 2014, we walked around. At that time, we had nine families. In the last year and a half, we've gone from nine to 22 families in the Yemenite village. And the whole of the original Yemenite bacon asset <laughs> is back in Jewish hands. I remember seeing it at that point. No, you, you saw the, at that point, you saw one third. It was one, right? one little section of it. Since then, the they had super- like opened up a room, I remember. Okay, no, right. So since then, two thirds of the whole synagogue is now back in Jewish hands. Unbelievable. And 70 children counted among all those families. We at least we don't count, right? But you know, I'm trying to give a perspective. We here. don't count. Uh, now, we say whether they be Yemenite or not Yemenite. In fact, if not mistaken, the last child born was number 69. To be honest, <laughs> there you it was go. a Brit Milai. It was Yemenite. Uh, the Tanami family just had their fifth child. All five have been born in Kfar Temanim, the original Yemenite village. He lives in a lone building, the very first building acquired because of some uh, very special Canadians uh, who helped uh, buy the first building to bring Jewish life back there. And they've been living there now for 14 years. All right, let's do two things uh, because we have an opportunity to speak further this week, which we're again looking forward to, as you can imagine. Daniel Luria is with us, Executive Director and Spokesperson for our Konim Number one, and this is one of the things we saw years ago, uh, the children, uh, and one can surmise from the way you described it, are in a pretty cooped-up situation. The children are not exactly you know, running out to go to school and then ro- roaming the streets themselves. In order to get anywhere, they are packed into security vans, and right. and you know, and, and the and military, the, the IDF is taking care of them, or the police are taking care of them. 
Um, so one of the most important things was to find and to and to continue to build places for the children to play and to roam. Uh, to that end, what has happened in right. the Right, well, village. both inside the old city and around in the places like the Yemenite village and the Mount of Olives and Kidmatzion, uh, Teret Kunim takes on the building of rooftop playgrounds. We call some of them country clubs, right. uh, but a playground on the rooftop. Uh, we have play centers, we have nurseries, and uh, I, I can't hold anything back. I mean, Nahum, I'm, I'm here for a number of reasons. I love you, I love speaking, <laughs> but I want your listeners to be involved. It's right. not enough just to sing the Shana Habab Yerushalayim. I need people that will help me build those playgrounds on the rooftops. Just you'll like you'll even kids. escort them to dedicate the playgrounds. I playground. will, 100%. Whatever plaque you want, it that. can be there. But uh, <laughs> more important is for our kids to have somewhere to go, have somewhere to play. Unfortunately, our playgrounds have to have uh, special pergolas uh, protecting them because of right. stones that come over the top, treats it also that they can't be burnt. Uh, they can't be cooped up in their apartments and their compounds, and then we have, therefore, play centers. Every day, different age groups, they, they come in. We've even got uh, a, a project. This is one of the sadder projects, but um, some of our kids have been, have been traumatized in the years gone by, not many, and they've not been able to be in the regular schooling system. Wow. And unfortunately, they fall a little bit between the, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the couches and the, uh, the pillows. Mm-hmm. And basically, we have to give them a different uh, misger, a different framework in order for them to keep them off the streets. And uh, it's a whole different ballgame. So there's no shortage yeah. of things to be done for children, but it takes uh, people from around the world to step up to the plate. And I hope people will. Um, I mean, they could do it through the web. They could do it uh, by contacting you. They could do it by contacting us, frankly, um, as we continue to uh, highlight the amazing work of Atarit Kornim. And finally, for this segment... Um, the playgrounds and so in other areas need security cameras obviously they need to be monitored they need to with 35 incidents in three weeks or whatever the number was exactly that you mentioned I mean we're talking about a very precarious situation for these families so that's another way that people around the world can get involved definitely I mean not all of it is on our our shoulders Uh, some of it the government does look after uh, but because the police have asked us in the last few months to actually add security cameras to our own rooftops they were connected to their system um, there is a lot that we have to do even in that field. Security booths, security cameras, uh, special windows, special pergolas over playgrounds. There's no shortage of security needs uh, in addition to the uh, children's projects that, that, that we have. Obviously, the renovation projects and the whole different ball game that obviously doesn't right. even go through the American office. Uh, but for those who want to be involved in any type of acquisitions and investments, which is a whole different ball game, that's directly only with the office in, uh, in Israel. That's uh, directly with me at DL Jerusalem at uh, gmail.com um, but, uh, DL Jerusalem at gmail.com pretty simple Daniel Luria DL Jerusalem if you don't know how to spell Jerusalem then you're in trouble <laughs> at gmail.com and Daniel will be more than happy to speak to you about the about what goes on in order for people here in Israel to legally acquire uh, properties those who are outside of Israel who want to help in that effort who want to finance efforts like that be in touch with Daniel directly and we continue to in, in, to um, I recommend to people to do just that. All right, that's it for this segment. We'll speak more this week, and I thank you very, very much. One of the uh, great people we get to visit with when we're in Jerusalem is Daniel Luria, Executive Director and Spokesperson for Ateret Koanim, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app.
Mountains open, desert tent. History's children in every event are looking for a way to lighten up their load. And brighter than the sun you shine, Jerusalem, you're on my mind, you lift my soul, you echo the divine. Providence that guides us so that we may teach and all may know the hand that may admonish or reward has given us this holy space, Jerusalem. To you I turn and trace my steps back to you now again. Jerusalem is calling, Jerusalem is calling. Hear me echo through the canyons of your mind Until you reclaim the things you've left behind It's telling you this just might be the time
dress the nation ranks Seen them all turn around Just like you I hold my ground But I stand quiet, I stand still Like a rock throughout the ages I'm just a stone from your home I'm Jerusalem stone And I waited all this time See you in this land of mine And I waited through the ugliness and grime See you in this land of mine Whoa, 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 whoa Whoa, 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 whoa I've seen you night, I've seen you day I've seen you fight, I've seen you walk away Soon your lights will be glowing Your milk and honey flowing But I stand quiet, I stand still Like a rock throughout the ages I'm just a stone from your home I'm Jerusalem
JM in the AM. We're in Israel. Oh, we are in Israel. We're in Jerusalem, the holy city of Jerusalem. We are having fun in Jerusalem, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm alluding to my next guest who's going to join me in a moment. Hey, I want to remind everybody that the uh, Super Bowl is coming Sunday. And between now and Super Bowl Sunday, guess what? If you go to Bedford on Park, Bedford on Park, 61 East 34th Street, New York City, northwest corner of uh, 34th and Park. How many people have seen our video from there, Yoni? Is it over 500? Over 1,000? Over 1,500? How many people have seen that video already from last week, the Facebook Live video? I remind you that the um, Bedford on Park deal is as follows. Mention the name Nachum Siegel, free dessert with your lunch or dinner. That's right. Mention the name Nachum Siegel, free dessert with your lunch or dinner, Bedford on Park, 61 East 34th Street, New York City. Go there today. Enjoy Chef Alex's incredible, delicious dishes. And uh, they'll also be showing the Super Bowl, by the way. You'll be able to see the uh, Super Bowl on their big screen television, plus in the party room. They have a separate party room. You can bring your own party your own group, and watch the Super Bowl at bedford on park All right? And don't forget, lunch, dinner, this week, mention Nahum Siegel, free dessert. The Douglas Sokolov Experience comes to uh, the Westin Lake Las Vegas Resort and Spa for Pesach 2018. You're looking for Pesach perfection at the next level. You're looking for the Douglas Sokolov Experience. Check it out by calling 1-800-826-5645, 1-800-826-5645, or go to the web, SokolovExp.com, Sokolov, S-O-C-L-O-F-E-X-P.com for information. Well, somebody who you hear very often on Bite Size, it's hosted by Yoni Pollock, and has made a name for herself by being the most fun person in Jerusalem, Joanna Shebson, our wonderful friend, is of course the coordinator of a website and a um, publication called Fun in Jerusalem. There actually was a publication before last Pesach, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Pesach, Sukkot, and the summer. My gosh, three publications each year. Joanna Shebson, welcome back to JM in the AM. Great to have you back in Jerusalem. Nice to see an old friend. Of course, when I say old, I say we know each other for a long time. I am neither calling you old, nor am I calling myself old. How do you like that? Anyway, (laughs) welcome back (laughs) to the airwaves. (laughs) Well, when you say old friend, you know what do you know? (laughs) Is there a problem here? My staff's looking at me like I've spent a little too much time here at the Executive Lounge at the Inbal Hotel. What can I tell you? What a great place to be doing the interviews. It is a nice place. They are our headquarters here in Jerusalem, the Inbal Hotel. And the ninth floor Executive Lounge is our broadcast headquarters. And that's where we are right now. We're meeting a lot of interesting people this week, including Joanna Shepson. Are people having fun in Jerusalem these days? Yes, they definitely are, because this week is Tu Bishvat. Ah, we are looking forward to Tu Bishvat in Jerusalem. Not always we get to visit Israel during... Are there a lot of events or basically what you'd expect, school children planting trees, field trips, etc.? How would you classify what's going to be happening on Wednesday? So I'd say it's about, in Israel, Tubishvat events last all week long, nice. go into the weekend. And everything, the, the different things that are going on, creative art workshops, nature workshops, um, you've got stuff going on at the biblical zoo where kids can plant trees from on the path from the zoo up to the new aquarium. Wow which is not fully open yet, but is open enough for, for short tours. 
And when will the aquarium be full fledged? That is the magic question. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I love aquariums. Um, they have brought in a, a bunch of fish. Not all of them have really acclimatized to. The we don't have an aquarium, but Jerusalem. we have a bunch of fish. <laughs> they haven't all acclimatized to Jerusalem uh, surroundings. Uh. Let's say the sharks weren't too happy here. Really? And so we've got to wait to bring they in a new. To the they Holy City? <laughs> I think the fact that the aquarium is one of the only aquariums built right not not built right next to an ocean or a lake. Or yeah. a water source is yeah. probably <laughs> one of the reasons. But they're, they're learning, and uh, it should be opening soon. Um, and then there's also activities at the Botanical Gardens, which makes a lot of sense. They've got creative art workshops and tree planting. Um, First Station has a special fair where a lot of the different vendors sell na- natural products. Um, All week? Uh, it's going to be going on on the 30th and the 31st. Nice. Wednesday, Thursday? Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> yes. Erev to Bishvat and to Bishvat. Exactly. And then like on the weekend, there are also um, activities going on like at Keftsuba. They continue into the weekend uh. and they do special um, workshops and things in between the amusement park rides. Um that's pretty much what's going on for Tubishvat. So what one might expect, a slow week in Jerusalem, and yet it ends up being filled with activities. How do you like that? Because in Jerusalem, there's always activities. There is always, always a holiday. Because everyone thinks, you know, yeshiva break ended, so now the tourist season has sort of ended until Pesach and all that, but still plenty of activities going on here. You know what? You walk into a grocery store and you see... Tons of dried fruit. And the second that's gone, you'll see hamantashen. And the second that's gone, you'll see matzah. There is no break in Yeah, Jerusalem. that's true. I guess you're gearing up with your Pesach publication already, huh? Yes, yeah. We're very excited. And, and for Joanna Shepson, it's already Arab Pesach. It is Arab Pesach <laughs> for me, exactly. How'd you know? Tomorrow I'm sending out my first email to the advertisers who so they want to come and advertise. But we also have some great Pesach options in Israel. Meaning if hotels, hotels and resorts. Hotels and, and Pesach programs, right. Ameri- like English-speaking Pesach programs with kosher travelers right. and at, in Herzliya, all different places. Last Pesach, we were in Jerusalem. We had an amazing time. And um, it's just, look, I mean, <laughs> like I'm telling you, everybody out there, I think anybody out there who's listening who who has experienced it and those who haven't experienced it know that Pesach and Sukkot are amazing in Israel. Just unfortunately, a lot of people haven't been able to do it yet, but it's just incredible. I have to add, though, that most, I would say most Americans will, will say they've been to Israel, Pesach, or Sukkot, but Yom Atzma'ut, Yom Yerushalayim, Shavuos, it's incredible. Totally different experience. And look what's happening this year. We'll be here for the Big Israel 70. Yeah. Which is, uh, I, I would assume most of the Jerusalem hotels are sold out already. Most of the, uh, I shouldn't say Jerusalem. Hotels in Israel in general yeah. are expecting people from all around the world to come in and, uh, and enjoy those celebrations. So that's going to be something really cool. Israel 70 happening on April 19th, and we are really, really looking forward to that. Um, all right. So, and there will be unique events, by the way. There will be unique events this year, I'm sure, sure for Yom I'm sure. That, that are not in your typical Yom Atzmut, uh, list. Yeah, that you'll have I'm everybody. sure uh, the what I'm most looking forward to is the air show, which which during the, like, the big show, the years, let's say it was 60th. It was incredible. It was everywhere. It was you just looked up in the sky and it was incredible. And I'm guessing for the 70th, it's going to be massive. Oh, I, I love air shows. Yeah. That's going to be cool. I once saw a huge tank. I don't know what you call it officially. A tanker plane refueling another plane over San Simon Park in Katamon. It was incredible. Is it easy to do that or not? I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was going to fall. To me, it sounds complicated, <laughs> to be honest with you. Somehow they do it. It's pretty amazing. Anyway, funinjerusalem.com. That's the website. Yes. Purim, Tubishvat, obviously. Purim, Pesach, any tourist season. Yom Atzmud, Israel 70. Summer's coming up. 
anything that people uh, need to know about what's happening in Yerushalayim, you could tell them on that website. Simple yeah, and that. definitely you can contact me in between times right. if you're not coming during a holiday season. I've got tons of lists of, of fun activities you can do. And do you list uh, guides and tours and stuff? You don't do that? What do you, what do, you do when people ask you about that kind of thing? So I have guides that I recommend that right. I've personally used before and I know are really great with kids. And so I'll, I'll recommend things like that. Or there's some organized tours that I'll also recommend. Right. Best place for a camel ride? Where's that? Eretz Breshit. Eretz Breshit, okay. So Overlooking gonna, the desert. So Yoni and I are going to be heading over there tomorrow. A little bit of a camel ride. I think you should actually staff, stay over. A staff bonding experience. Yeah, they have that <laughs> sleepover um, glamping there afterwards. You could just stay in a tent. Now that, you want to know something? I have Inbal as one choice. A tent at Eretz Breshit is another. I'm going I'm to weigh these two options and You could see. be like Avram Avinu. <laughs> exactly. Joanna Shepson, thank you. Funinjerusalem.com. And a continued presence on Bite Size at Yoni Pollock hosts and uh, encourages you to continue to give us great guests. Thank you very much. Looking forward. Tadaraba. We're in Jerusalem. Oh, and by the way, speaking of Jerusalem, uh, we spoke with Daniel Luria from the uh, from from Atarat Khanim. And many of you out there are wondering how you could support the amazing work of Atarat Khanim, and I want to recommend a website, JerusalemChai.org. JerusalemChai.org. Check it out. You'll be very glad you did. JerusalemChai.org is an amazing way to support the work of Atarat Kohanim. Again, go to JerusalemChai.org and enjoy. Are we going to a song? Song? So, so, <laughs> oh, that's what we should do? All right. More coming up if you keep it here on a, what is today? On a Monday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
in the AM. We are here at the uh, mobile studios that we have at the Executive Lounge on the ninth floor of the Inbal Hotel, and we're being joined by somebody who agreed about, what was it, a month ago, six weeks ago? He agreed to actually uh, be the backbone, the production backbone of our Kosher Halftime Show number five. The fifth annual Kosher Halftime Show is being filmed in Israel, being recorded this week. We had a great day today at Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. 
And the Mayor K is the man. He's the man we're referring to. He is the spearheading this project. Ohad is the guest star. He'll be doing the singing. We all have some type of role, uh, which we are going to re- continue to uh, keep as a secret until Sunday when the project is released to the public. Mayor Kay, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good to be back. Good to be back. And no better place in the Holy Land in Jerusalem. Yeah! Bam. Jerusalem is right. Amazing, <laughs> this place. What they, what they do with this city? It's incredible. It, I love it. I love the infrastructure. I love the stones. And, you know, there's, you like the Jerusalem great. Stone. Yes, it's so beautiful. And the energy here is incredible. Do you like walking around Jerusalem? I love it. I get yes, I get lost when I have any. I mean, this has been a busy few days, yeah. right? So not as much time as I like. But even so, just walking from place to place, those few little moments. And you, you spent Shabbos in Jerusalem. What was that I like? I did. I did. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. I mean, going to the Kaisel, going around. It's always nice you now. Uh, Shabbos is a nice little break from the selfies, so you know people are able to like take a break from that a bit. And so you've got a a, a no selfie zone on Shabbos. Absolutely, it no just selfie. works out beautifully that way. You know what I mean? It's it's great. I'm able to just do my thing, have real one on one conversations with people. So you meet people on Shabbos here at the Kotel, for instance. They're like, oh, the one day I can't take a picture with you. I want to take a picture with you so badly, like. Everybody else seems to want to do uh, all over the world. It's yeah, <laughs> but I mean, they follow me on the Instagram. So I'm like, right. before I was like, I was last night I was in the Shook, and people were like, oh my god, he's in the Shook. So people actually came to the Shook, and we hung out, and like, oh my god, so you're on the Shook on Instagram. So they came by to like take a selfie. So they made it up. They made it up about the Shabbos. See, we hang out in places where nobody else is allowed. So <laughs> <laughs> I like, I get used to this executive suite over here. Exactly. We make sure that nobody has access. You do it right, Malcolm. You do it right. We need you concentrating on the kosher halftime show after yes, all. Yes. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> So uh, it's a great week. It's a great project. Sunday, people are going to be inspired by the whole thing. Yes, when we release it to the public. Yeah, and this- and, uh, and I know that the uh, the filming, the editing, all of this is a very very big task. Yeah, very big. This test. is yeah. This keeps you up twenty four hours a day. This is the type of thing you do very often. By the way, people shouldn't think you're a novice or a rookie. <laughs> yeah, you do this all the time. No, totally, totally. This is this is it definitely comes with a job. But I mean, you love. I, mean, I love what I do. So, but absolutely, I came here a few days early to prep. I mean, there's a lot of moving elements, as you oh, know, in yeah. this project. I mean, besides, oh, and yourself, myself, we're working in the Shari Sedek, which is an incredible institution. Right. We're dealing with kids who aren't professional actors, and they're right. also you know going through treatments and whatnot. So we have to work around their schedules. We're working with animals. We're working with clowns, and much as you think I'm a joke. Hey, don't make fun of my staff. <laughs> Ooh, that was Yodi. That was Yodi I was talking about. Come on, Yodi can take it. <laughs> that's right. That's right, man. Uh, so there's a lot, a lot going on, but uh, Baruch Hashem, yeah, it's 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 going really well, and I'm very excited. To, uh, the, the the end product is gonna be so incredible, so engaging, right. upbeat. Um, but moving and personal, and like you said, we only a few days to the Super Bowl, so we gotta right. get it all done. And edited before the And you know my goal, of course, for Tuesday at Shari Tzedek, to get a JMM bumper sticker on every car in the parking lot. You know, oh! Very important goal. You know. <laughs> Easy breezy. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's, a, that's a six got, for you. Come on, we got that. <laughs> you, come on. you got guys to take care of that yeah, for you. Yeah, <laughs> we got the PAs running around. Do you ready. care who wins on Sunday? Does it even bother you? Or is the only thing you're worried about is the kosher halftime show? I mean, that's definitely the priority. But right. we all know the Patriots are going to win. But the whole world knows that anyway. So. No, I mean, listen, after last year, right. come on, come on. We no, all No chance. Come on, basics, it's a, it's a shock the Eagles agreed to show up. Yes, and listen, I mean, they had bragging rights to actually be able to play against the Patriots. Right. 
But um, but thank God. I mean, also, I mean, as you know from last year, we uh, we threw the Super Bowl party for the homeless. Correct. And as we're here in Israel, I'm also planning to do one in New York this year, and as well in uh, L.A. and D.C. And when will those become available to the public? So I mean, it's happening on February 4th, Super right. Bowl. So we're actually hosting the the oh, party so sometime then. that week. You'll and then hopefully it. we'll get right. the video. We'll make the video right. come out. And, and is it much potatoes. different than what we saw last year? Or? We hope to plan. Yeah, we're definitely adding a few more elements to the parties, and as well as we're adding two more cities to the right. uh, to the roster. So hopefully, have more people. So you have all of that to do and then we gave you the headache of the kosher halftime show my gosh I live for this I live for this (laughs) team no sleep hashtag yes (laughs) well people used to say I had a lot of energy that he showed up on the scene and that was the end of that (laughs) (laughs) I love you man I love you you got all the energy it's Uh, amazing I feed off yours well thank you Mayor K I'll take all the credit in the world for that are you kidding Mayor K everybody Mayor K the backbone of the kosher halftime show presentation he has guaranteed that by 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday night, we will have a wonderful Kosher Halftime show to share with everybody, the bulk of it being great music, of course, mm. which is our trademark. So it'll be a great performance. You've met Ohad. You see how great a guy wow, he is. Wow, what a guy. So. I'm very excited. I mean, I've, I've, I love him from afar, and I've seen him up close, but to be able to work with him on this project has been really a, an honor and a pleasure. So that's really cool. And uh, and that's it. A very hectic week will eventually come to an end, and we'll have more Mayor K videos to enjoy. Amen to that. I'm excited. Kosher Halftime Show Woo! is Sunday, everybody, with a big thank you to all of our amazing sponsors. Um, uh, Rothenberg Law Firm, American Committee of Shower Tech Medical Center in Jerusalem. Our friends at Steinreich Communications have been doing a good job in getting the word out. Oh, wow. The word out about Love those. Yeah. Oh, man. Thank you so much, guys. They're like slapping them to all the, Boom. All the can't, publications. You can't go anywhere without seeing it. Exactly. <sighs> Love it. So a big thank you to them and to uh, all of our commercial sponsors as well. And a big thank you to our amazing staff. You know, people like uh, Avrumi Finkelstein and Yoni Pollock and Miriam Wallach and Yigal Siegel. And uh, am I forgetting anybody? Uh, and ZK, of course, and uh, and Mark Zomik, and and our families, yeah. all, of whom, <laughs> all of whom have had a big role in making sure that this trip would materialize and be successful. So thank you all very, very much. More coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM. Shlomo, Banabe Chochmato, Mikdash Peer Kulo Zahav. 
הגיעו כל מלכי עולם, השתחררו כולם לכל עליון גדול נורא. בעבודת הכהנים, שירת הלוויים, קיבלו העם בני שכינה. אך מפני חטאינו ופריקת העול, גלינו מארצנו, החריבו את הכל. נשינו וטפינו לטבח כמו צאן, על נהרות בבל בכינו וזוכרנו את ציון. ירושלים עד ירושתנו, לא נאספך לעולם הביתנו, בבית המקדש נעלה עוד בימינו, ארץ אבותינו ושלנו היא לעד. ירושלים עד ירושתנו, לא נאספך לעולם הבית חיינו. אז אלפי שנים, תקופות של משברים, הלב פועם אינו מבין. צערות קשות ממש נורא, מיליונים בשואה, ובכל זאת ליבי מאמין. מאמין שעוד יבוא היום, עוד יישמע פתאום כל השופר ממרחקים. יקומו לתחיית עולם, גם האבות כולם ישובו בשמחת בנים. משמיים בית מקדש ירד בנוי באש, עם ישראל מעולם לא התייאש, יום שהוא כולו שבת לעוד מעט, ביום ההוא יהיה השם אחד ושמו אחד. Hi, 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 hi,
על הקיר, שיירות לבנות חוזרות מבית כנסת. והריח הזה, ששורט לי את הלב, מתגנב, מתגנב, ופותח דלתות, אל אושר קטן, אל אותו שיר ישן. שעובר אצלנו במשך דורות, מתנות קטנות, משהוא שלח לי מתנות קטנות, רסיסים של כוונה, עיגולים של אמונה, מתנות קטנות, משהוא שלח לי מתנות קטנות, כמו הכוח לקבל את מה ש...
ליד זכור, זוסוין לאילכור, היוצא מחזקאל אין דוד הבכור. צמחור ליד זכור, זוסוין לאילכור, היוצא מחזקאל אין דוד הבכור. צמחור ליד זכור, זוסוין לאילכור, היוצא מחזקאל אין דוד הבכור. should wrap things up for a Monday morning. Mayor Weingarten is coming up next with the Israel show. That happens between 9 and 10 after further review is on hiatus until after the Super Bowl. The next time you'll hear Yoni and Seth 
Talk Sports uh, here at the Nachum Siegel Network will be the day after Super Bowl 52, the day after the release of the Kosher Halftime Show number five. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. And that will wrap up our Monday broadcast. Big thank you to the Inbal Hotel as we continue to broadcast from our mobile studios here at the Inbal on the Executive Lounge 9th floor. A big thank you to everybody at the Inbal Hotel. There are our headquarters here in Jerusalem. Big thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm, to the American Committee of Sharitetic Medical Center in Jerusalem, and to all of our commercial sponsors as we continue to record the Kosher Halftime Show in Israel. We're doing that this week and making it available to everybody this coming Sunday during halftime of the big game. So a big thank you to all of our amazing sponsors. And a big shout-out to another one of our sponsors, Steinreich Communications, who has helped us get the word out to a lot of people out there in the Jewish world. And that is much appreciated. And that will wrap up a Monday from Jerusalem. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. (laughs) 